This is Clint of the Geek Dig Podcast, and you are listening to the one and only BS Podcast Network. Hey man, what up? You are listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee, man. These are some good old boys from New Orleans, and you should just kick back, open your ear holes, and listen, man. Have fun. JMU saying, Snooch to the Dooch. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of The Magic R Way. Magic R Way. Magic R Way. Magic R Way. The Magic R Way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sana, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Army podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicArway.com is where you can find us for this episode. We are discussing various recent news that has taken place in the world of Disney. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where you focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in our discussion, we have a resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sexy beast? Oh, I'm good, awesome hunk of man you. Um, oh, man, you just. I mean, but I'm not playing. I am a hunk. I know. Of something. I've <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to be alone. I can leave. <laughs> I mean, how much time you got? One. It's this mood lighting that you've got going on in this studio, right? Yeah, it's very warm. Yeah. Man. If you're a hunk, I'm a chunk. <laughs> Do the dance, chunk. You're more like sloth, but okay. <laughs> but sloth Damn, or chunk. I'm fat and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> but he was lovable. He was lovable. <laughs> yeah, but somebody made three babies with you, Sue. I mean, or four. How many babies you have? What you got? How many three. <laughs> three. You got three. You made I three babies. You extra thing. baby. I know. Oh, baby. Might be, might be an extra baby floating around there somewhere I don't know about. Oh. You never know. <laughs> I think it was counting patches. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. Your fur baby, man. Your fur baby. That's right. And guys, look, of course, that voice you've been hearing is our resident travel agent for Magical Moments of Vacations. This is Shaggy T.A. Lee Lustavica. Hey, man. Hey, man. How you guys doing? Y'all recovered from your Thanksgiving feast? Oh, yeah, man. I went to Fogo de Chao, man. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. Talk oh, about a feast. Oh, talk about, talk oh, about your traditional Thanksgiving oh, dinner there. They did have turkey. They did have stuffing. They did have all the accompaniments. We yes, need to do a, a podcast uh, a dinner sometime at Fogo. I love that Fogo. That sounds good. I know. He, I love Fogo. He told me, you want to go? I'm like, I, I got to see my mom. I love It was Fogo. so tough. To but they're not leaving. <laughs> He's all like, thanks, man. I was all looking forward to seeing my mom. Now I'm like, I bought this ham. I wish you had told me earlier. I gave up meat for you. Damn it. Yeah, I love I love that place. And they have one in Houston, so we can go mm-hmm. visit. Uh, oh, they got Houston several. And- yeah. Although, have you had a fried, you ever had a fried turkey wig before? Oh, yeah. I've yeah, that was good. Turkey. Yeah, that's right. You fried that's turkey. I do fried turkey. Yeah, I had, yes. my, I had that for the first time. That was pretty good. Fried turkey. Fried turkey is good. I yeah. like fried turkey. I anyway. that. Morgan's ladies and gentlemen, man, we have a lot of stuff happening, man. Welcome to December. This is Welcome. our first show of December. Here we are. We made it. Or we're making it through 2020. We survived. And not only that, but this is show number 350. Guys, we are halfway to 400. This is show number 350? This is show 350 that we are talking on right at this very second. And I envision, I I am projecting that we will reach 400 by our birthday month, which would be great. I just want to reach 13 more because then there's a Magic Away episode for every day of the year. This is true. You're right. We're going to get there. 
All right. We are going to get there. So I'm going to set my expectations low. Yes. And if we make it to 400, happy times. Happy times. That's right. Yeah. So 365 is the goal number. That's mine. That. Yeah. That, that's Danny's goal number. We like retired for a whole year. Just like play all the episodes you that's want it. for the black genius. We're going to mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. We take the whole year off. That's yeah. it. They come that's back right. with better material and mm-hmm. all kind of new jokes and whatnot. Our season two. Yeah. Slow, <laughs> of a year. Slow down with the new joke. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. That's all I got. We've only got a couple of things that we know that are funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, something that's not funny, guys. I got to give an update to this whole McDonald's thing. Oh, no. Oh, the last no. show, I was telling you I got hooked and I'm starting to want to collect those Happy Meal toys. Yes. Well, they stopped that stuff, man. I heard. Yeah. So yeah. the railroad ran away? Or just stopped damn they just cut the thing i don't know what happened but i got a a memo from mcdonald's and they say this they say there's an issue with the qr codes that are packaged with mickey and minnie's runaway railway toys if the codes are scanned outside of our app versus the mcdonald's app as directed which i did download and scanned it in there they may lead users to an error message or in rare cases unintended search results it takes you to you porn (laughs) (laughs) probably yeah basically just to give you some background what happens when you take the happy meal toy out the toy is packaged in and in there is a ticket that you scan into their mcdonald's app which will give you an entry into their vacation drawing for four oh so there's a qr code on that ticket that you scan into mcdonald's app okay and i remember steven downs on the grounds pointed this out in our group we could um uh magic our way pleasure island that uh the dates were it was like expired on in august so there's some weird little error but i said yeah screw it i'll scan it anyway i scanned it it didn't take me to anything interesting it just threw up numbers on my web browser and that was it so apparently the qr codes were wrong or something was weird or the dates were weird but I don't know, whatever, all, all the work that I've done so far, I guess, is negligible. Wow. You were pissed off. Well, you got to go and like, attack a clown to figure out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, but I might have assuaged that pissed off. Like, what the hell happened, Ronald? As a, as a, you know, from a suggestion from Danny, I, I kind of went on eBay and you just got I don't know if I made the last show and I happened to find all the toys. <laughs> well, that oh, works. There you go. It's efficient. See that? When you want the runaway railway, you go to the Underground Railroad. Right? <laughs> I freed those toys. <laughs> I've done freed those toys. Good That's for you. It. That's yes. it. Go down there. So I was not lost in that, but I'm very, I just want to give that update since I talked about it on the last show that I was doing that. Well, I'm glad you accomplished the goal, but unfortunately, yeah, I didn't know about the QR code mess and this happened. But Ronald know who he's dealing with now, Kevin. He does, man. I don't play around. him up and say, boy, I'll whoop your butt. I'm going to knock that wig right off your face. <laughs> my toy wrong. <laughs> I want to see Ronald without a wig. <laughs> He's got a little stubbly. Yeah, he just got like a little piece of like one red yeah. hair right there. That's all he got left. I knew you had a problem with the Shoney Bear, but I never knew <laughs> <laughs> your hostility towards Ronald McDonald. No, I'm just saying like he went to figure out why they stopped giving him the toy and then uh, he know. went to the top. Well, anyway, guys, look, don't stay away from the Amazon store because we do have a shop on there. So if you have no problem shopping on Amazon, go to Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Magic Our Way. Get all your Dizzy books, all your stocking stuff, or anything else you want to throw into your favorite Dizzy fans uh, holiday gift thing, whatever that thing may be, whether the stocking or under the tree or and you know whatever. I don't know, whatever you celebrate, Kwanzaa. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, okay, I like how fast he went to Kwanzaa. I was gonna say, get coming to America, then. There well, you I could have so done not Hanukkah. Hanukkah, yeah, Hanukkah. I could have gone to Hanukkah or Christmas or right. Festivus, yeah, for the rest of us. Festivus. Festivus for all of us. For all of us, that's right. There you go. But you know, I looked at Eli and I was like, Kwanzaa. You looked at me and saw Kwanzaa. <laughs> I guess. 
<laughs> Why not look at me and see Hanukkah? What, what's up? There is there is Kwanzaa in your eyes. <laughs> now that I look, well, I know you're not Jewish. Now so. you're looking at me and I'm looking deeper. You feel? I can see the Kwanzaa. You're right. He does. He has Kwanzaa. In his I bring many gifts. I've obviously yes. You get you get a you get a you get a few uh, a, a day through a that day? week. See, I love those things, man. I only get one day. It's great. <laughs> Look, today, as I stated at the top of the show, we are discussing a handful of noteworthy news items that have taken place in the recent month or so. Okay. Things like the Park Hopper's return. Oh, nice. And Joe Rody's retirement. Mm. That's right, guys. So let's get to it. Enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go discuss some news magic. are on the queue and this is a segment in which we get to discuss all the news and happenings in the world of disney today first off the park hopper option is returning for walt disney world guests starting on january 1st 2021 and here to tell us more about this is our very own travel agent from magical moments vacations lee lastavica lee what's up with this man yes the park hopper is back Woo! bam kind of oh whoa different in like more covety and its presence. We got like fired <laughs> up, and then he like totally changed it and went covety. Didn't even know covety was a word. Well, you know, COVID is um, it's affecting things, and it's it's affected the rollout of the park hopper as well. So it is back. It's just going to be different, like a lot of things that we've had to deal with this year. And um, so, yeah, let's kind of break it down a little bit. Let me just start at the beginning. I'll give you the official Disney Parks blog press release or what have you. As the phase reopening of Walt Disney World continues, we are nearing another exciting milestone we know many guests are looking forward to, the return of the park hopper option. Starting January 1st, 2021, guests who purchase a ticket or annual pass with park hopper benefits will be able to visit more than one park per day with some new modifications as part of our ongoing focus on health and safety. With the updated park hopper experience, guests must make a Disney park pass reservation for the first park they plan to visit and into the first park prior to visiting another. At this time, a park reservation is not required after the first park. However, reservation requirements are subject to change. Additionally, we will set specific park hopper hours during which this option will be available. Park hoppers will start at 2 p.m. each day and end at the park's scheduled closing time. Guests will soon be able to check DisneyWorld.com slash park hours and my Disney Experience app for the most up-to-date park hopper hours as they could start early at a later date, or could start earlier at a later date, depending on the day and park. So, to break that down, the main key points here are... Yes, translate that for me, sir. Yes. Yeah, translate that into common English. You still have to make a reservation for your park day when you first sign up. So, as soon as you get your reservation, or if you buy your tickets, or what have you, immediately go in, like we've been doing... Make your reservations for Monday at Magic Kingdom and Tuesday at Animal Kingdom and check to see if there's any availability at Hollywood Studios and so on and so forth. So that hasn't changed. You still have to do that in advance. And you still have to go to that park, which you have scheduled before you can hop. So that basically means you can't just say, well, I've got Magic Kingdom scheduled today. I don't feel like doing that. I'm just going to hop over to Hollywood Studios. Nope. You cannot do that. you got to go to Magic Kingdom first, get in the gate, and then at 2 o'clock you can hop over. So, again, you can only hop after 2 p.m. And then also that is based on park availability. So the availability at the park you wish to hop to 
will dictate whether you can go or not. So just because you have the park hopper does not mean, oh, hey, I'm just going to go to Hollywood Studios after I finish up here at Magic Kingdom. Not necessarily. If they're already at capacity at 2 o'clock, then you are not going to hop over to Hollywood Studios. Park hopper make you hop, hop. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like park hopper light, you know? It's not just full-blown. You can't do four parks in one day. You can't just say, well, 100%, I'm going over to Epcot. That's where I want to go today. No, you have to. There's still some little rules and regulations around it. It doesn't seem like much in the way of rules and regulation. You've got to make a reservation to get into a park anyway. So, wait, if the park you want to hop to is full, do you have to hop back to where you went, or can you try a different park? You just can't go. you got to check before you go. Oh, it's like once you're out, you're out? Well, okay, so let's say, again, using that same example, it's it's Magic Kingdom, right? And you say, I want to go over to Hollywood Studios. Well, before you leave Magic Kingdom, you go on the Disney Experience app, check to make sure there's availability for Hollywood Studios, and then hop over. Oh, so you got to get like a fast pass, quote unquote. Wait, wait, wait. I'm confused. I thought you didn't have to make a reservation for a second park. You don't have to make a reservation, but you have to check to say it's, see if it's not filled up already. So you don't okay. get COVID when you go to the other park. <laughs> so in essence, right. you can't make a reservation, but you got to make sure that you can enter. Yes. Well, that's yeah. not too bad. I mean, like, I, yeah. Again, all this is nothing terrible. It's nothing, especially if you're somewhat experienced Disney park goer you can't deal with. Um, it's just not going to be as simple as, hey, I'm just going to go hop. So it's not park hopping. It's more like park guessing. <laughs> kind of. I mean, it's an educated guess because you have the information. Yeah. All right, Lee. So uh, what's the money cost? Like, is it even worth it to hop? Well, so that's the question, right? So I looked it up, and um, interestingly enough... Um, I've discovered something I was, I was looking at this two day ticket. Let's say you have a two day ticket. If you want to add the park hopper, it's another $79 and 88 cents, right? So pretty much the same price as what we probably paid last year, or maybe it's even gone up a little. I'm not sure. But then I noticed if you have a four day or more ticket, the price is $90 and 53 cents per ticket. So I said to myself, I was like, oh, man, what? I thought it was always the same price. You know, I thought it was just like a flat rate. Whether you had a two-day ticket or a 10-day ticket, it was, you know, $60 and change or whatever it was. Um, so I asked around a little bit and come to realize I didn't, I guess I never really, honestly, not didn't pay attention, but didn't research it enough because it didn't matter to my guests whether the cost was. They either wanted it or they didn't. But it that actually changed last year with the ticket prices. So this two-price park hopper option started last year um actually started uh, late 2019 when on the last price ticket increase so it's no longer a flat rate for the park hopper option it's less if you're doing less days and it's more if you're doing more days so that's the price though if you got a two or three day ticket 79 dollars and 88 cents per person and if you got a four or ticket or four day ticket or higher 90 dollars and 53 cents per person i bet you rachel robert knew about the ticket price change <laughs> Don't know, man. They were real sneaky about it, man. They didn't like, they didn't really announce it. They didn't really uh, call attention to it. It definitely was, uh, they were like, oh, by the way, look over there. Oh, increase that. Let's change our little park hopper thing. And especially at a time like this now where, you know, you have no more live entertainment in the parks. You've got no fireworks shows, no parades or anything like that. Now you're not forced to have one park per day. Now you can be like, well, you know, shoot, I've seen everything there is to see in the Animal Kingdom today. There's nothing else that interests me. I can now hop on over and go see what's going That's on. That's true. Your time is cut drastically. Right. Yes. Yeah, right. That's the thing. Like, so right. now, like, minimum, just to see all four parks, you have to go four days. That's true. That is true. Because, you know, you don't have that option to say, well, hey, I only want to ride three things at Animal Kingdom and then head out. So now you'll be able to do that. Now, again, you can't do it till 2 o'clock. So if you were going to be done with Animal Kingdom at, you know, 12 o'clock, you can't hop until 2. So that's 
kind of puts a little kink in that plan. But I don't know, like me personally, I would probably say I'm not getting out of most parks before two anyway. You know, you could probably have lunch or something. But yeah, so it's not just, hey, we rode our four rides. Let's go over to let's go over to Epcot. No, it's not two o'clock yet. You can't you can't hop yet. I think this would work really well for those people trying to get the uh, Rise of the Resistance. Uh, what you call it? Uh, the boarding group? Boarding group, yes. right. Uh, because now you can go ahead and be over there for that and then get your, your boarding ticket and then go bounce. Go do what you need. Go do what yeah, you well, need. also, if you think about it, like it's interesting that the 2 o'clock coincides with the release of the second round of Rise of Resistance tickets, or I'm sorry, Rise of Resistance boarding groups. So you have that 7 o'clock in the morning group that you can sign up for, and if you don't get it, you can try again at 2. And then if you don't get that, you're like, well, hey, let's go, let's go somewhere else. Yeah, no. I think this is good. Baby steps. Plus, they're, they're implementing this, like, what, uh, what is it, January the Beginning 1st? of next year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. June, like, yeah. when uh, the parks month. are going to be freaking dead. Yeah, I mean, I'm not complaining about it. I just want people to understand that it's not just, hey, we got the park hopper back, let's go. Well, I would hope they would understand that there's going to be some changes that happen because of this whole situation. Look, right now, they're being very nice and just being like, look, you don't even have to make a second park reservation. Let's see what ends up happening. Yeah. They could be like, okay, this is blowing up in our face. We need to force these people to go ahead and make... Uh, a second reservation on top of the right. So you, now you have to know that you're going to park hop weeks before yeah. you park hop, which months before or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's under the, you know, that's under the thought that there's still going to be COVID at that time. So they could, could change everything completely again based on what's happening. So I get that. I like the thought of the crowd control on that. Cause yeah, I would love to see uh rise of resistance. Cause that's one of the few I haven't seen, but same here. I ain't trying to get nobody to breathe on me. Can't do that. Well, you know, this sounds like a conversation that's going to be tabled for next year when this all starts. So look for this on a follow-up on a future Q show, and we'll see how all this plays out. Hope so. Yeah. Hope it goes well. And if this news about the park hopper option returning is not enough for you to get to visit Walt Disney World within the next couple of years, perhaps you may want to wait roughly, and this is my guess, five to ten years or so, as you may have an alternate transportation option to and from the Orlando International Airport starting sometime after 2022. We'll be oh. close to 60. Oh, wow, we will be. <laughs> I don't is, know if I could wait that long. I don't I think that'd be cool. I could be like I'm a 60. You could be like uh be like that old dude like when they had like Back to the Future what was that was that two or three? Where you like go like some little hover thing, not the hoverboard, but like you know old guy. Yeah, like, old, oh, old Biff. Yeah. Yeah. No, um it's exciting, you know. Not old Biff. His dad it wasn't Crispin Glover. Glover. It wasn't Crispin Glover because it wasn't Crispin Glover oh, acting, but it well, was a dude Yeah, had I know yeah. you're talking about. You're talking about George McFly's replacement in the second one. But you know how he hovered? He didn't walk because he was too old at that point. He was upside down. Yeah, I don't want to be upside down. But yeah, 60, I don't know. Yeah, 60 might be okay. It's not going to hurt as bad. I hope so. I, I'm, I'm still going to look youthful. Yeah, I you're mean. still going to look great. So uh, hovercraft. There it is. No, not hovercraft, oh. but high, we're talking high-speed rail. Okay. Oh, and this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking Brightline, which is a, the company, has reached an agreement with Disney to expand its high-speed rail service to Walt Disney World by establishing a station at Disney Springs. And this is part of their future expansion project to connect South Florida to Central Florida. Oh, oh wow. That's ambitious. Yeah. So now you may be asking, who is Brightline? Yeah, who is Brightline? Yeah, well, let me tell you. I was just talking about the killer. I miss the Brightline. Brightline is a high-speed rail service that started in 2018 in Florida, and their goals are to deliver safer, faster, greener train transportation between, as they call it, the nation's most visited city pairs. Um, right now, they're in service between Fort Lauderdale and West Palm Beach, although it's suspended due to COVID at the moment, but they, they have existing service there. 
And they will be adding a Port Miami station and Orlando International Airport stations very, very soon. And the entire Florida project for Brightline has it going from Miami up that East Coast, then over to Orlando and on through Tampa, right? And also, might I add, there will be breaking ground soon for their rail service between Los Angeles and Las Vegas. Now we talk. I'm hoping for that, that maybe that Las Vegas Disneyland connection and Anaheim. Who knows? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but guys, look, man, think of the possibilities here, man. You could easily do a land and sea vacation with a boat leaving out of Port Miami now. Oh, that's a really good mm-hmm. point. Yeah, because mm. you could leave your car there and you just take the train. It's going to be, and they say it's going to be like a three hour drive. I mean, train ride, high speed rail to Miami versus however many hours it is now. It's about three hours, though. <laughs> is it about three hours? Yeah, I it's thought about it was like maybe drive. four or a little something more than that. It doesn't sound like you're saving that much time. Well, I am saving wear and tear in my car. I was going to say, yeah, you got true. that. And then you got to leave it over in Miami and this and the other. You got like cool, but I'm sure they're going to have really cool accommodations on this train to where it won't feel like anything. And so yeah, you, and they got all that stuff on their website. You can see what the train experience and what they say the station experience is like. So that should be interesting. Ooh, pick up a girl from Miami. What's happening? But the thing is, with their expansion to Disney Springs, guys, you won't have to rent a car between Orlando International Airport and Walt Disney World. But what? I can see this as a future conversation we would have to compare using magical express from orlando to walt disney world versus using a combination of bright line rail and disney transportation whether it be buses or monorail to get to your hotel hmm. what are your thoughts on that because the, the station's going to be at disney springs that's it they're not going anywhere else in the world so you'd have to take an alternate form of transportation to get to your hotel okay right? I see. it okay. is a high-speed rail whereas magical express you could take right from the orlando airport to your hotel granted there are several spots a stop spots stops I Stop, switched spots. letters. Yes, Stop, reverse stop. Hmm. it. Stops stop between that. So what do you, I mean, that's going to happen. I mean, this is happening. And, you know, that's already, they're ground, bre- breaking ground. High-speed rail is going to go from Orlando International Airport to Disney Springs. What are your thoughts about that versus Magical Express now? Um, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, seeing that we still don't have Magical Express, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, you do have Magical Express. You just got to pick up your own luggage. Yeah, but that's not Magical Express, is it? I know. It's, semi, it's, it's semi-magical. It's, yeah, it's, it's uh, Magical Express light. It's just Express, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a good movie. Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, man, I like it. I like it. Yeah, because you think you hop off your plane, you go pick up your luggage, you go to the train station in Orlando Shanford, you take the high-speed rail, which how long? It's going to be quick because it's high-speed rail. I mean, but is it going to be themed to Disney? Is it going to feel like... That's the thing. It's gonna Because they have future expansion to Tampa, it's just, you're just going to be hopping on another mode of transportation to get you to that property. You know, and in all fairness, really the Magical Express kind of slowly was going downhill anyway. It wasn't so magical anymore. The video was just old you what? still watch that when you go on yeah okay yeah, yeah, i watch, gotta watch the video <laughs> oh no I, I rest up i got it memorized plus i got the original guano joe on there still if i remember correctly yeah playing the guy no no, oh, man, no that's, i'm sorry that's to the cruise that's the, that's to the cruise though. okay yeah no, okay. My, my mistake my mistake I'm no gusta bus driver that was a dude from the adventurers club who used to play otis t wren yes is that right and yeah you know look uh, why not yeah well here's my hypothesis right you take Brightline from the airport to Disney Springs, and then Magical Express picks you up from there and takes you to your hotel. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought, yeah, I thought that's where you're going. I mean, well, I mean, I'm hypo- hypothesizing here, but I can see that they have they get to burn less gas because they don't have to worry about transportation to and from Orlando International Airport, and they can still deliver on the Magical Express part. It's just a third transportation switch. I don't, and and I'm not okay. So this might be an off the wall question because usually that's what I got, but. 
so does the the trade itself? It, it kind of is like, all right, you're you're in this location, Miami, and then boom, you're you're going to Florida. So it's not like a overall kind of round trip thing that you can do. Like let's say you know you book your trip, you go there, you do your Disney vacation, and like you say, all right, I'm gonna catch the trade. Go back, back to, Miami? to Miami. Yeah, you can go back. But see, that's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's. I mean, a, just like Amtrak, you're gonna have, they're gonna have all, all, all other stops along the way. So of if course. you want to stop at West Palm Beach, you can do that. And that's gonna kind of be the bummer is that again, you're not really the 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 thing about taking the magical express is you're kind of in that Disney bubble. Yeah, well, I'm fair with that, but I guess what I was going with is that you could go and do the vacation, and then, like, let's say it depends on how you're going to use it, but then you kind of have a fair extended vacation. Would that be fair when you go on this train? Well, extended, I like the fact that if I'm, you know, I can go to Miami. That's what I'm saying. Go to Miami yeah. and then go back I'm to I'm saying Disney outside World. the Disney bubble, yeah. Or maybe I mean, even, like, the whole Disney Cruise thing, because now you get Port Canaveral and Port Miami, and maybe even Tampa. You can launch out of those areas, yeah. That's the trade-off. And then, uh, that's what I'm saying. I think it's a good thing. But, yeah, you know, that there is that element of, you know, the kids freaking out when they see the Mickey bus and getting on it and watching the video and, you know, kind of it, it's it's almost like watching trailers before you watch a movie. It's kind of getting you excited for what's to come. And you say the train is kind of cold. That's my impression is that the train is not going to have anything to do with Disney. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be themed other than the fact that they would say, hey, next stop, Disney Springs, all aboard. Get out. That's about it. I mean, you know, you miss that excitement of when you know, I get excited when I see the airport. The mm. store that they have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey. same here. And I get excited with SeaWorld and Universal stores. They're all there. It's awesome. Yeah, the magic. I'm yes, with the you. magic. You know, I'd like to be able to take Magical Express to Disney, have a you know, have my regular vacation. But then, as you guys have already mentioned, hop over to Miami and not have to rent a car and deal with that. Now, I just for what it's worth, I did just do a quick map quest. It's three hours and thirty six minutes to drive to Miami. But I didn't think about what you said, Kevin, with the stops in between. So three hours makes sense because you got to stop at Fort Lauderdale, da 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 da. So okay, that makes a little more sense as to why it'd be about the same. Because you know, I'm thinking high speed rail. I'm thinking like an hour. Let's get down to Miami in an hour. And I'm sure it could be if they didn't have those extra stops. But they're servicing all those. I mean, I think it's a way to link the Miamians, that whole area down there to Central Florida. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. Here's my hope. Is your hope? Here's Is my that hope. The trains going to be spotted red and white, and they're going to come like mini trains. <laughs> bright spots yeah. oh that'd be awesome no but my hope is that they would consider a New Orleans to Walt Disney World track because oh. I would be all over that because that's normally a 10 hour drive now you're getting ambitious I know but here's the thing I understand I, I love New Orleans directly to Orlando International Airport but I know that they're going to have to go through Tampa because they're going to go to Tampa eventually that's their end point so if I went from New Orleans to Tampa then to Walt Disney World I'm okay with that okay. you know, I'll be okay. okay with that I think that'd be, that'd be kind of cool well we're going to be 60 so who cares anyway exactly right. we're going to be 60 yeah you're not going to want to be driving 10 hours when you're 60 you <laughs> let somebody else do the driving I'm going to start flashing that AARP card man I'm like give me my discount that's right <laughs> did y'all see like where the old minivans like showed up at like a Chevrolet dealer yeah I saw that <laughs> what? it was so sad like yeah they're, they're selling <laughs> minivans over at like some Chevy dealer for like $45,000 you can own a minivan yeah the like, spin was that they're actually there for repairs is what I, I was reading on a tweet so you but can I, get, who knows what the truth is you right? can get vinyl or some sort of covering just put over a minivan probably save you some money on that but, uh, yeah but why would you do that why just let your wife drive that thing around you know <laughs> drive it around town that'd be a good travel agent car yes Lee buy it there you go. <laughs> you can't buy that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, books some vacations so I can buy a $45,000 car. <laughs> he kicked out Patch's friend. <laughs> oh, man. Put that man in that spot. Uh, 
I all right, I'm with that. Okay, that's fine. That that's that's cool with that. But I was gonna say one last thing about the okay. trade. So like one good incentive on a personal level is like let's say you wanna go to a Disney vacation, but you're with someone who's like uh not all about that. Well now you have a good selling point to give them like, hey, well we can stop here, we can check out this once I get my a little something for and, you, a little something for me. Yeah, so you yeah. know that there you go. That's less strife right there to get some of that Disney life. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited overall. If this if Brightline takes off with this, and that means high speed rail is coming to the United States eventually, if this is successful, hopefully we're alive to see it. Hope I, I plan to be. You think Universal would be on that ride too? You know, that's a distinct possibility. I don't see why that couldn't be a spot. A stop. A spot. I keep flipping the damn T and P. Uh, stop. <laughs> no, it sounds cool as a spot. It could be, yeah. You know, I mean, you know I mean, all, all Universal has to do is strike up a deal with Brightline. It's like, hey. But, you know, you could also see this as being like a development for, say, um, Moody Gardens. What is the name of it? Not Moody Gardens. What's the? Bush, Bush Gardens? Gardens? Yeah. Oh, Bush Gardens. Now, I don't know that much about Bush Gardens. I went one time and we drove from Orlando to go there. But I don't know how much like hotel infrastructure and stuff is around that area. Not much. From the park. You know what I mean? So yeah, that could be yeah. them building up around that area and say, hey, you know, boom, let's go spend a day at Tampa Bay. I mean, I, you know, here's the thing. It's like, you know, Tampa's nice. I, I like it. I like Bush Gardens. I like when I go to Disney World, sometimes I'll fly into Tampa International versus Orlando. It's less it's hectic. It's usually cheaper. And mm-hmm. it's less hectic than freaking MCO. You know what, though? And I, I don't mind driving, though. I'll, I'll rent a car and drive uh, the, the, what, 45 minutes to Orlando. Um, which is no problem to me. But <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah, you're not. There's no magical express yeah. in Tampa. Yeah, yeah, there's no magical express Tampa, but you know, I could, I can make old man. But you know what? Now, <laughs> like, we'd be sixty, maybe seventy or something. Like, Lee would be ninety five. Like, we could just easily have a you know retirement community around there. We could just go out there and visit our people. The city slickers, and it is. You know, we could scout our, our magic our way retirement home. We have all our good retirement built by that point. Probably go. build a nice little, you know, little mansion out there off of Miami. I know I would like to do that. You know, see how the young people are doing. That's right, out there in Miami. I'm still old, but I'm still taking ahead. Like Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> My Miami mansion. But yeah, you know, the, the club right there. My pound of pixie dust on my desk. That's it. So you went there. I, the magic. I went to Birdcage. So. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, yeah. you missed out. I've been there. You've been there? Yeah, the, the, the location. No, the actual club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Well, we went to, that's at Fort Lauderdale. No, wait, 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 no, no. I'm, I, I, I apologize. No, it's in Miami. It was when we were in uh, Fort Lauderdale. We took a, a Uber down to Miami. And that's when we went and had a drink over there. And my God, like it was like $24 for a drink. Well, maybe oh, with our ARRP discount, we'll get a break on that, hopefully. Yes. And that's the thing. It's like, it's just the outside of it. Then you go inside. It looks nothing like the club in the movie. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Well, Eli, it's, 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 it's cool that you bring up retirement because that leads me to my next story. Retire. Yes, here we go. Joe Rody has announced his retirement. Say it ain't Disney. so, Joe. Say it ain't so. It is. It's so. Oh. Back on November 23rd, 2020, he announced via the Walt Disney Imagineering Instagram page that he'll be retiring on January 4th, 2021. He smelled the wrong thing for an attraction. Yeah, man, maybe happened. so. <laughs> um, but 40 years, guys, man, 40 years with the Walt Disney Company, man. He started at age 25 as a model designer for on Epcot Center. And has since overseen projects such as Disney's Animal Kingdom Park, which we all know, Olani, the Disney Resort and Spa in Hawaii, uh, Expedition Everest, and of course, Pandora, the world of Avatar. And uh, this announcement actually comes after he turned 65 back in September. Oh. Speaking of 60. 60, yeah. Speaking of 60, 60 is a I didn't realize he was that old. I didn't know Me either. either. I mean, that thing's 
on his ears been growing all very creative guy you ever read some of his writings before just like his random writings I follow him on Instagram and some of the stuff he writes on there is like that's cool no nah, he's <laughs> done description of stuff when he went to like Africa and just like the like caves that he saw and everything he's yeah. very yeah very maybe he'll start dude. doing lessons and we can just like bring him on the show and just like joe Rody just oh speak, that would speak be, to me oh boy how speak much time do we got i was boy. gonna say it's just about every one of those former disney employees uh comes up with a motivational speaking gig somehow oh, oh, if he does goodness. that i'll get him on because i i love me some joe Rody, man but look there are a couple of statements that he wrote yeah. that i would like to read on today's show and a couple of these are kind of maybe cryptic but who knows but the first one roadie wrote roadie wrote roadie wrote roadie wrote. <laughs> wrote that's the character in eli's next book that's Rody it wrote roadie wrote or, or an iron man i don't know <laughs> but anyway he writes i i'm very glad to have had that opportunity and proud of the work that has been done not just by me but by all my fellow imagineers and especially those who worked by my side over the decades. But 40 years is a long time, and this strange and quiet time seems like a great opportunity to slip away without too much disruption. If I wait, I will once again be in the middle of another huge project, and by the time that is done, I will be truly old. Okay. Which I thought that was cute. I was like, you know, you're probably right. Y'all get, y'all get your field. I hear you. You're probably right. And the, and the second statement, uh, statement that I like is this. And he says this in referring to the story of his life at Disney. And he says, but what story? I think it's a coming of age story. I started at Disney as a child and I learned almost all my life lessons there. Developed my confidence, recognized my skills and weaknesses and went on to work with both and do what could be done. I could stay forever, but that is like remaining in another kind of womb. I want to see what a grown man might be able to do on his own. Well, you know, the story is all about Joe's glory. Yeah, that last right. statement happens your tree because I'm wondering what he plans on doing on his own. Probably going to do some crazy. Yeah, work for Universal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going to make his own TV show on Netflix, something like that. You know, it's it's intriguing. I, I You know, I think it's time. I, I think it, when I saw this, I, I thought Joe has been getting a raw deal from Disney for a long time now. They took his baby and they've just sullied it. You know, with the animal kingdom, I think, I, I think he prob, I think it hurt him to his core the minute they said we're not going to do this beastly kingdom thing, but yeah, let's do Camp Minnie Mickey and let's do uh, Chester and Hester's Dinorama. And he's like, you're taking my perfect thing and you're selling. Okay, fine. And then they did Expedition Everest and Yeti broke, and they never went around and bothered to fix it. And then I think once they came to him and said, yeah, you got to figure out a way to put Pandora. The world of Avatar in here. I mean, at what point in time does Joe Rody say, I'm a freaking genius? And all y'all are using me for is to get existing other people's existing intellectual property in this park. You don't need me for this. Very true. That's what intrigues me about his what he plans to do when he's outside of the room, as he says. Because uh, you know, I've never re- retired from being a creative, so it's like, I know we don't stop creating. No, you definitely don't. No. I know we're going to hear his name in the future for something he's probably going to be the head of something like a higher up where he has more creative say he just may not have his hands like uh like physically like in the pot but with that level of experience and creativity yeah i I cannot imagine him not being over some sort of awesome project it's like the nfl man do you see universal putting in a bid for him (laughs) <laughs> oh boy for what like what like the what? jubaji ride or something whatever <laughs> what could universal offer him that's this is true this i mean you joe Rody doesn't want to sit down and create a land built around dr seuss 
or Harry Potter or uh, Jurassic Park. Well, or, even bigger, he probably doesn't want to be in another womb. Well, he, yeah, yeah? He, he wants to be able to create an intricate world. I would think, I don't know this man, but I would think he wants to be in an intricate world that he can create kind of from the ground up with designs and everything that conceived by him, not to figure out how to fit. fit. Yeah, she like cram the square peg in the round hole. Right. Somebody else's intellectual property into a theme park. He's probably going out to Africa to like make stuff happen there. Oh, stuff. yeah. Oh, he's going to blow up Dubai. He's going to have his own tribe like, and That's like, what I was thinking is Dubai. Magic our way trip to Dubai now. <laughs> Ooh, boy, let's talk to him. I, w- I would go if I could. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, afford like, it, right? Yeah, because yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to afford to go to places within the States. Like if Disney could give him projects like, you know, Tokyo Tokyo Disney Seas or the original Animal Kingdom where it was just here, it's yours. Make this what you think it can be. I think he'd still be there, but I don't I don't see why. I mean, I think they're just wasting his talents. I could see that. I agree with that. It's like, hey, Disney, you're you're cutting, you're cutting people. Let me help you out. I'm going to take, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to break out. of. I'm going to get birth. I'm going to bounce. I'm going to bounce. I'm going to do my, I'm going to still be creative. And before he posted this, like the rumor was that Disney had gotten rid of him. Oh. So, I mean, and and who knows? Maybe there's a possibility that that Disney uh, felt the same and was like, look, Joe, we don't. We don't really need you to figure out how to make Cars 2 work in in the studios. We don't need you for that. Oh, he didn't listen. He didn't want to listen to what they had to say. So John Lasseter and Joe Rudy team up with a new company? <laughs> uh, Lots of hugs. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of years and hugs. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. If, <laughs> it rigs and hugs. I don't know if John Lasseter is eligible to work again yet. Oh, yeah. Depends true, on what yeah. country they're going to go to. Look, just to round out this conversation, guys, will we be reading his name on the next list analyzing disney legends is he a future disney legend oh for sure he's definitely yeah. a disney legend yeah it's absolutely a, he'll be offered the it. green coat or the hall of fame position yeah absolutely. i mean that would be cool if they don't give him that level of props now i, I am know? curious so like okay so what is your view of his legacy i mean most legacy for i think for most people it's going to be he never got the yeti to work i think for a lot of people are just going to remember that oh wow is that That's you know fair. he promised over and over again that he would make it his life's mission to get that damn Yeti up and working. And and I think it's unfair because, I mean, he can only do so much. But, I mean, when you look at his work in total, what do you think his overwhelming, lasting contribution should be? To me, I could tell you one thing right off the bat is his extreme attention to detail and everything that he did, which he you could only learn from having worked for the company for the past 40 years. His trips out to Mongolia, his trips out to wherever he needed to go to get the story correct. Like I think about the story of how he came up with Expedition Everest and all that, all the details, you know, the prayer flags, everything, you know, he researched it. Even what was it? The chickens on the roof? What the hell was on the roof that I remember somebody. The was yeah. Uh, it just, it just the details that he went to for, to tell the story is something that will stick with me in regards to Joe Rudy, you know? And I, I appreciate all that. Even the time that he took with Alani, and the Hawaiian resort and, and not just being here's Disney in Hawaii. Let me make sure I understand the culture so that we're not, uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, Lilo and stitching it into Hawaii. Yeah. Just kind of washing thing, you know? it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like, I guess what I'm saying is like, okay, so you think Tony Baxter, you think splash mountain. Well, maybe big maybe, Thunder mountain. Maybe you shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> you think Tony Baxter, you think, uh, big Thunder mountain. Big Thunder mountain yeah. Right. What do you think of when you think Joe Rody? I think of the earlobe. no but really i do think about that attention to detail i I grew up i mean i guess we grew up with the guy right 
I mean, he was one of the faces of Imagineers as, as we're going through our years, all the, our different formative years. And he was always there, you know, with his earlobe and, you know, how he would talk about how he learned about the stories. That's that's my takeaway with Joe Rudy. I've always just the thought stories. Of, I, I'm sorry. I, I was just thought of it as just him importing uh, Animal Kingdom uh, into the parks and it just his uh, dedication to that, just like uh, him being like, like pretty much what Kevin said, just wanting to stay with the authenticity of what he already had going on, whatever he was involved with, but mainly that. I mean, and then, like, of course, you did the Bugs Life day. I mean, he smelled steak. <laughs> the man took a risk and smelled steak and said, this is the smell we're going to use. I mean, you know, there you, there you go. The man made it work for his it's, art. It's that attention to detail. Exactly. Very much that, that's, so. And, you know, that's that's a lasting Disney legacy, right, is, is, is attention to detail. Or not legacy, but, like, a legacy... Fact? I don't know how we have to work. Well, it. to make a company of that magnitude buy into whatever your idea is, you really do have to have all the bases covered. Just enough. Because it's not like these big wigs and business types have been out to, you know, jungles and Africa and whatnot. But if you have been there and had enough, um, how you say, belief that you can pitch it to these types of cats that they're like, yeah, we'll put millions of dollars into it. I mean, that by itself says a lot about your scope of imagination and, and fortitude. But then I think something means like he's been, I guess my face of Imagineering for the past, I don't know how many decade at least. Right. I don't know how many other people other than not recently, your boy that was, that showed up on the Mandalorian episode that was talking about the, the, the design, the Disney cruise stuff. Um, um, he, he, he's on that show, but I mean, it, not to the magnitude that Joe is. Right. You know? I don't know. I don't know. What, what do you think? Or Lee or you, Danny, what, what do y'all think? I'll let Lee go. Yeah, Lee, what do you think? I mean, I just, I, I don't think there's going to be someone that is on his level, but maybe there is someone that's out there that we don't know about yet, or maybe, you know, an up and coming person, but I hope so. You know, I really, yeah, I hope so for the sake of Disney. Um, so, you know, but I think he's again, one of those people is going to just be very hard to replace but I also don't know if you've seen the last of him. I mean, how many times do you read the stories of, you know, so-and-so that came out of retirement to work on this project or whatever? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe he's got a different uh, direction he wants to go in life. But, you know, again, I feel like his love for the for that work uh, will bring him back at some point. But, I mean, again, I think, like, when I think of Joe Rody, I, I think of the Animal Kingdom first and foremost. Like, I think that's the main thing, like, that I attribute to him. And... That being said, it's, you know, the best park outside of Magic Kingdom. So I think that says a lot also. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. Who knows what the future holds? But, I mean, he did a lot of great work, and he's going to be, again, someone's going to have uh, some big shoes to fill. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I look at it. I kind of think his run at Disney was kind of tragic. You tragic cow. Because, I mean, I don't think the man ever really truly got forth the creativity that he was capable of producing, I felt like his vision was always compromised Stifled by a businessman. That's fair. There yeah, you go. No, I, 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 I can give you that. Absolutely. And, and so I more than understand him wanting to depart. I mean, don't get me wrong. They, they made a lot of his, they, gave, they made a lot of his visions come true, but which it, is tough in business right. and art. You and know that. that? Absolutely. But I mean, I do believe that, man, what we should have seen and what we've could have gotten. And you know, it, it I, I, it just it feels almost like we wasted. We wasted a, a true talent. talent. A true I, talent. I, I can feel that. I can that's, feel that. And, and maybe that's why I feel it's a little bit tragic. No, don't get me wrong. I, I haven't been to Alani. 
And, and Lee, Lee, you've been to Olani, and, and from right here, it's beautiful. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I think Joe excels at, and it's just not the kind of stuff Disney does anymore, and I think that's what makes it tragic. It's the idea that, hey, Joe, we don't need you to put Zootopia in the Animal Kingdom. <laughs> you know, we, we got guys that can think of that kind of stuff, but the people who really have, as, as you put it, Kevin, the attention to detail and who really worked on, on getting a vision uh, something unique, something uniquely Disney. Well, not uniquely Disney, something uniquely story-driven that becomes a part of that Disney family. It, it, it was like, I don't know, man. It, again, it, it feels like one of those things where you where you saw Pirates or Haunted Mansion come around and here's something that's just something different. Through the minds of the Imagineers, they created something. Whereas now, when an Imagineer creates something, it's, uh, oh man, how did we get, you know, Nemo into the parks? How did we get, name the move, Ratatouille into the parks? You know, uh, as opposed to something like when you had the Mexican Pavilion, which I believe Joe worked on, yeah. and you had, um, you know, El Rio de Tiempo and all that stuff there. And it was just a beautiful journey. I think that's, it. there's an element of tragedy to this. I don't know how to put my finger on it no I can, I can see that because it goes all the way back to those times when it, that was important maybe if i hadn't been in a tragic a, a, a traffic accident oh, right don't before do this that, to yourself I, I could have researched a little bit more and kind of really looked into it a don't little bit do that to yourself <laughs> pinpointed why i felt the way I, I felt about this but there's an element of I'm, I'm sad and it's not for joe because i mean i'm sure joe's gonna be fine it's what could what could have been that's it well see that's it all right so i'm going into the ether a little bit and i'll step back but i would wonder this it would I'm thinking as I heard you say that, I'm thinking of it like when there's those times that they were like, I'll pitch you some crazy idea that just came to me and you're like, oh, you need to work on this or work on that. Like maybe there were some ideas that he had that were like really solid. There's no challenge to his imagination and his scope of it. But maybe it was a thing where he maybe he was a little too far out. And so maybe they were like, well, we don't know how to rate all that. And like the point is he might have been so creative to a point that somebody would have had to figure out how to make all of that happen might have been like yeah it's just you know safer here maybe there's a way we could kind of blend it there so i don't know if you would want to call it a complete tragedy because we don't know how big of the scope of ideas that he had to get produced yeah i, I would never label it a complete but we tragedy. don't know the guy we don't know the guy right. so yeah. but the thing is i don't think he had like a roy to his joe like a roy to walt you know, it's like, here's my ideas. Let's make this work financially, that's, the businessman. That's a good point. He had a team of business people that would, I, I can see the tragedy behind it. Yeah. It was like just Joe on, him, on his own versus the business people that, you know. That don't know what's going on. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, you know, it's not like your brother that you can say, this is what I want to do. I think this will do well. Figure out how this make this work. And they work with you. That's fair. Let me sum it up to you the best way I can possibly think to sum it up. And maybe this will help get across what I'm trying to say. This is the man that was responsible for the Adventurers Club. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome it, place. It was beautiful. It was a must-do every single time you were there. I, I It transported you to another world. It was it raw. Was unique characters. Immersive. It was, it's yeah. raw. It you was very... When you walked in there, you didn't know anything about any of the people you were going to meet. It wasn't like, oh, I saw such and such movie, so I know when I walk in there, I'll meet blah, 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 blah. You know, it was just a, his own unique world, and it was beautiful, and it was wonderful, and it was perfect, and it got killed just like a lot of things I, I, I imagine got killed because mm, 
It was a little bit more cost effective to do something, you know, start, but why not tie in what we do to, you know, existing celebrity chefs, existing chain um, restaurants, chain stores, that kind of thing. I, I think that's the element of it that really kind of bums me out is just the, the idea that this man came up with so many perfect things and, and, you know, he's had to sit there and watch as they've kind of strip mined his ideas and 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 really kind of you know some of them they've just completely you know Norway gone Mexico gone Adventurers Club gone you know Expedition Everest uh, you know it, it, the list goes on and on and on of things that he's created that his vision has been compromised in some way shape or form and and I don't know I I really I, I'm still trying to work through my feelings about this I, I guess a little bit but I I do I, I really do feel like his talents have been wasted. No, I, I can see that, man. I, I could definitely see what you're saying. Because um, it almost feels like it's the last of the truly creatives that been able that was able to get something done at Disney before all of this synergy, so quote unquote, started taking ha- started happening. Well, the stockholders weren't happy with originality, so you know, I, I- and that's the thing. I guess it's the originality. It's, it goes back to the Figment thing. You know, it's like you know, here's Figment. He's re- original character, not tied to a movie or anything that Disney did up until that park. Yeah, we don't buy him out. And I'm I'm kind of with you though, Dan. We said about the Yeti. I mean, maybe I love the ride, of course, but. Uh, that is a that is a good point. I mean, that's the equivalent of like making, you know, the next let's say projectation book, and then I I write it, script it, draw it. But sometimes when it gets to the part where it's got to be colored or lettered, and then if the person was just like, eh, you know, people know what the story is by just looking at it. They don't really need the words. Like, no, please put the words in. Please fix it. Please make the and then. That can be frustrating. If that is your vision and then you have to have that next layer or next tier of people to work on and they never put it out. We don't know what other projects he had that never fit that same bill. That would be frustrating. Think about like what we do. Like we do an armchair imaginary and be like, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, what was that last uh, movie? Um, don't we all like the, the wizard movie? Black Pan- oh, oh, I was going to say Black Onward. Pan- onward. 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 Yes. Thank you, Lee. Like, Figure out a way to put onward in the parks. We all sat down. We did it. It's a fun little exercise to do. It doesn't require going somewhere. And and it doesn't require, you know, visiting a, a, a place and trying to recreate or learning, a or Learning an entire new culture thank that you, you don't know anything about. Introducing Disney park goers to something beyond, you know, writing your movies. You know, maybe, I don't know. It's like being open-minded without being open-minded. Yeah, it just it feels like we've lost something greater than what we it have. It seems to be. No, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, that's a. I no, think that's a fair in point. I think in 2021, uh, I, I'm feeling armchair Imagineering should go in a direction of not putting IP in the parks now. At least for this show, oh, the wow. stockholders are just. I like, think to really stretch our creativity. I mean, we now my my wheels are turning now that you mentioned that. Well, maybe I'll call it the Joe Rody uh, experience, the Joe Rody challenge, Joe Rody armchair imagineering segment. Hmm. Yeah, no, and that's the thing about this guy is that I, I felt like it's always what he brought to the. Uh, again, that's why I feel it's just talents are, are being wasted. I think um, I don't look at Joe Rody as like a, a Kevin Rafferty type. I mean, we've talked about Kevin many times on this on the show before. Talked about him in connection to it's tough to be a bug and. Uh, a couple of other attractions that he's worked on. And 
I think he's got a real talent at taking these cartoon characters and bringing these IP, Disney's intellectual property, into the parks and making it all come to life and finding a way to make it all work. I don't get the impression that a Joe Rody is into that. I don't think Joe's looking you know, to figure out a way to bring Onward to Life in the Parks. I think Joe's looking for a way to bring a world into the parks that you haven't experienced before, but it's just, it's over that you can take a plane and get to it if you wanted to, and then kind of recreate a version of a world that you've never been to that you could, but it would never be as good as the version you're visiting. Mm. And I think that's where Joe's skills lie. And I, I just, I just don't see him as being the guy who just wants to get a bunch of cartoon characters into the parks. I think putting Avatar into the parks, I bet you hurt his soul. Crushed it. If you were to inject him with true serum, I, I think <laughs> he would say it hurt his soul to do that. Or Wonder Woman's lasso. True yeah, lasso. That's, that's true. Yeah. Did it hurt your soul? Yes. Uh, hopefully, since he's retiring from the company, I know every Disney podcast will be gunning for him. But I'd just love to talk with him because, you know, we grew up with the guy. You know, he goes back to Epcot. I mean, 40 years, that's we're 45. I mean, hell. That'd be quite a fight. We were young when he was creating things as an adult, you know, so we were we were a witness to all that. And so there's a lot to talk about. Just even just to say, hey, man, uh, I appreciate everything you did. Yeah. Well, just to know what ideas he would have had to want to go across that if he could have had them, we could have seen that by itself is a show. But then you're absolutely right. I, I think that. I'm thankful for having Joe Rody in our Disney lives, but I'm also sorry that it's been so tragic. But at the same time, like he says, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens and what he does once he breaks out of that womb. Same here. Look, he cashed the paychecks. <laughs> I mean, he never. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he missed a, a check. So I mean, he he chose to do what he's done for the longest time now. And I think he's had a good run at what he's done, but I really do think that they were just wasting his talents. And so to round that out, guys, look, thank you, Joe. We appreciate it. And um, just hopefully one day we get a chance to talk to you because, I mean, to our eyes, at least Magic Our Way eyes, you're definitely a Disney legend to behold. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion of some of the latest news that happened in the world of Disney today. If you want to learn more about us, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you want to share your opinion, you can get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com. You can leave us a voicemail of our speak pipe widget on our homepage. Or you can call or text us at 1-815-MOWEEKEND. That's 1-815-MOWEEKEND-669-4226. And, of course, we have a couple of guys that do things outside of the podcast. First of all, Eli does things with comics. Hey, Rob Liefeld here, Deadpool, Cable, X-Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory. What a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out IvoryComics.com. That's right, you. Check out IvoryComics.com, I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, the Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out, experience it for yourself, and you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you, 
and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics, Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com, comic book guru, Eli Ivory, the whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com, right now. Lightfield out. You know, if you had told young Eli in the 90s that a comic book legend would be saying his name and talking about his artwork, that kid would have been like, ain't even possible. But thanks to the weekends and the people that listen to this podcast out there, that just happened. It will always happen because you can always go to the Ivory Comics website, just like Rob said, and check out all those projects, just like he said. And of course, you can always see a link to this podcast so you never miss a beat. You can also find me on Facebook. You like Ivory, as long as you're a real person, you're welcome. But if you're a bot, there's the door. Uh, you can also go and check out the Project Geisha page on Facebook. So Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Uh, Instagram, I'm right there too, EIV504, posting up the, the hearts and the likes and the comments there. So you can always find me on Instagram with EIV504. And of course, on Twitter, you can find me at Hancock10166. So if you just appreciate the madness, then you're just bringing me the gladness. Thank you very much. And if you want to book a vacation so you can take advantage of this new Park Hopper option starting on January 1st, 2021, you can do it through Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this. Uh, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-ROADY-ROAD. 832-R-H-D-E-W-R-T. You can email me at lee at magicrway.com. Check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. On Instagram, you can find me at you got a friend in Lee Travel. If you do need that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Hasselvika! In addition, there are so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicourway.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener, and we love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So, Mohegans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out! I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Leftovers. <laughs> so, so many leftovers. How's it going? <laughs> hey, this is Kevin from the Magic Hour Podcast. When Calgon can't take me away, Mad Hatter Radio will. <laughs> Check it out. Bam.